Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the WWE Podcast. This is going to be show 17. It's a guy's morning. Guy's morning. Mor- morning, Pete. It's morning. It's morning. It's the Chris and Pete morning show. Hey, Pete, you got to wonder, how did I drag you out in the morning to do this, right? Uh, I'm not sure. It's my day off. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to do this to you, buddy. It's okay. All right. It is, on the uh, on that note, though, it is April 22nd today, or the day of our recording, and in this day in Disney history, April 22nd, 1998, we got Gate 4, Animal Kingdom. What do you think, Chris? I think it's awesome. You know, it's... Uh... Let me let me share my my favorite memory of Animal Kingdom Park with my family at least, Pete. Uh, my daughter, my, my well, I have twins. They just turned eleven a few days ago, and a couple years ago we went and visited the park. And my daughter was just tall enough to ride Expedition Everest, and she's not necessarily known for her courage on rides like that, but she had been building herself up to it. And we went on that ride not once, not twice. We went on that ride four times in one day. Now, each of those, we, we never had a fast pass, so we waited in line. But from that moment forward, that changed my daughter's outlook on theme park roller coasters, on theme park attractions, because she had built herself up. And like I said, she was kind of scared going in the first time, but she fell in love with that ride. So Expedition Everest just overtook her on that day, and it it, it continues to be one of her favorites even right now. Nice. You got a thought? You got a memory of the park? Um, there's a reason people refer to things as being Animal Kingdom hot. Mm. And you don't like the heat, do you? Um, Missy I, doesn't like I the like heat. I like the heat to a degree. Okay. That degree is like 85. <laughs> uh, 105 on the concrete is not my idea of fun. but. Um, so you don't visit Disney from May to September, huh? I, I not really. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. On this, on a separate note, I did want to uh, send a quick shout out to some friends we have out there. Uh, Matt and Nate over at Wedway Now just celebrated a hundred episodes of Wedway Now. And I saw that the uh, the folks over at BR Guest Podcast, Mike, Pam, Ricky, just put out show one thousand recently. So congratulations, guys. Uh, that's quite an accomplishment, and uh, we're happy to have Pete, you. Pete, one thousand episodes—that's—that's that's not an—that's—that's—it's that's, stunning. It's amazing. Look at so, it from at, at ten. If we go ten times as long as we have so far, we'll have one hundred and seventy. Oh my gosh! And, you know, Mike puts out three shows a week, and so it is just utterly amazing. So, congrats to those guys. That's amazing. Um, while we're talking about it, you know what? I wanted to give a, a, a few shout-outs as well, too. I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, to Rod and Jake Wheaton with the uh, WW Mousinger podcast and their reintroduction back to the airwaves. Yeah. We, episode 54 last week, we thanked them for the shout-out. They had an awesome show opening that was uh, truly inspired. So yeah. congrats to Welcome those guys. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. And uh, uh, last but not least, uh, there's a new podcast as well. I I wouldn't say new. They're new along the lines of they started up about the time we did. And that's the Mickey Dudes podcast. And I wanted to send a shout-out and a congrats to my buddy Greg, Greg Nevis. Greg's on the Resort Loop blog team uh, with me as well, too. And Pat Gennetti, uh, along with a whole bunch of other guys. And they were... uh, 
they just announced that they have an official sponsorship with Joffrey's Coffee. So that's that's quite impressive at this point, and I want to give them congrats. That's that's good for the community. It's good for them. So congratulations, guys. I'm I'm proud of you guys. Hey, yeah, nothing like being well caffeinated. Well caffeinated in the morning. You could use some caffeine, I'm sure, right now. I could. Right? I could, but I don't have any right now. We'll get you some Monster in a little bit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. So... Um, Pete, just briefly, there's a lot of news, and, you know, when we do a news show, we typically get burned because Disney likes to change up their news 48 hours later or 24 hours later, but uh, this there's a lot of news out there right now, but the one piece I've actually pulled that is most important is uh, Soren Around the World at Epcot is going to debut on June the 17th, 2016. Yes. Isn't that awesome? I'm, I'm not even going to be there, and I'm super thrilled about it. It's going to it's going to open at Epcot one day after the premiere at Shanghai Disney. So instead of the California focused Soren attraction, Pete, you know the uh you, you know where they're going to they're going to feature? They're going to go to six continents. Do you know what sites they're going to feature? I know Sydney is on the list. Mm-hmm. China is on the list. The Great Wall the of Great China. Wall. Um mm-hmm. I want to say I heard Paris and New York. Uh the Eiffel Tower in Paris is correct. Okay. Monu- Monument Valley, um, which is located uh, kind of like by the Four Corners, uh, Arizona, yeah, yeah, Utah. Yeah. Okay. The Great Pyramids of Egypt, and the Matterhorn Mountain in Switzerland. Uh, you knew the Matterhorn was going to get in there somewhere. We right? still got to go back to Disneyland. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up back in Disneyland, so that would be uh, uh, the ending piece, at least I would think. But it looks like you can make fast passes uh, as of April 22nd, so yesterday for Soren, the new Soren ride. So if you're going this summer, you can now make fast passes for that. That's pretty exciting. That's all, that's super exciting. We'd have to brainstorm on a on a future show of what other attractions can they feature on the next reincarnation of Soren. You know, that'd be an, an interesting thought to figure out some new spots for them to take the the Soren attraction. So, but. Uh, yeah, that's going to open up on June the 17th, 2016. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking for I'm, As soon as I can get down there, I'll, I'll be in line. That's awesome. So speaking of getting down there, our, uh, our, our third host, Laura Fitz, uh, she just came back from her trip, and we're going to get her on here next week to talk about her trip. She had some really cool pictures, and she spent a lot of her time at Epcot as well as, you know, the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. Um, so we figured... We would do something interesting today, since Laura's not here to share her her, her, her trip report. We're going to put her on the spot the next show, and we're going to conduct a Epcot draft today, where Pete and I are going to essentially be drafting Epcot attractions and restaurants, and Laura will be the judge when she comes back, so we can determine who is the, what do we want to call this, Pete? The mega intergalactic champion of the universe of all time for episode 17 of the WW Review Podcast? Yeah. Is that good? It's got a nice a ring good. to it. It floats off the tongue real easily. <laughs> really easily, right? Yeah. It's got to go, go on my business card really easily. So, uh, We need to figure out who's going to go first. Pete, you got a quarter by you? Um, we probably should, no. Probably should, probably should have thought this one through. So we're going to do imaginary rock, paper, scissors. You ready, Pete? Yep. On the count of three. Ready? One, two... Three, paper. Scissors. All right, you got it. All right. How'd that work out? I don't know. <laughs> That's so good. 
All right, so let's establish some ground rules here. Uh, let's go with five attractions in five restaurants. You go first, I'll go second. And then when we finish up, we will more or less give them to Laura next week in a one-on-one -on -one competition. Let her pick the winner of each specific round to determine who is the uh, who is the Epcot champion. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right, brother. So uh, now remember, they have to be current attractions or they have to be attractions in the park right now. They can't be... They can't, you can't pull out a Horizons out of, out of your back pocket there. So I, they I have had to th throw out Maelstrom before I threw out Horizons. But, uh. All right. <laughs> well, at least they have to be things people can do um, currently. So. Okay. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right. So I'll let you go first. All right. Number one overall draft pick for me. Hang on. I probably should write these down, huh? Because I don't got that good of a memory. Fire away, brother. Illuminations. Oh, you went with the Illuminations first. Yeah. Man, that, that is an attraction, but going to be hard to match that up, that's for sure. Hmm. Solid pick. Of course, it's the only spectacular there, so now I've got to compete with that, right? Yep. All right, so I tell you what. I need a big gun. I'm going to go with the aforementioned Soren, and I'm going to kind of cheat because it's going to be the current version of Soren. But it's going to be really hard to separate the current version from the version that's coming. So I'm going to pick Soren as my first attraction pick. And well, there is no current version because it's closed for reefer. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I said kind of, sort of, <laughs> right about now. you got to go with me on this one, Pete. You can't... We didn't... The details aren't that strong, all right? So. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to pick Soren as my number one. And you can pick whatever you want. You don't got to stay with attractions. You could jump over to restaurants. You can try and the, uh, you can pick the electric umbrella or whatever you want, Pete. Yeah, I'll skip electric umbrella. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the park icon for my second draft choice and take Spaceship Earth. Oh, she went earlier than I thought she would. Man, all right, hang on, write down S S E for Peter. Mm hmm. Solid pick, my friend. Hmm, so i got to come up with something pretty big here, because you've got a good advantage. Um, Alright, so here's what I'm going to do, and it's going to be a shocker. I'm going to go with Frozen Ever After, Strum. Hmm. Can I do that? Can I do that, Pete? Because it currently does exist... I've seen footage. No one's going on it. Can I go with the Frozen Ever After Strum ride? All right, I'll let you have it. All right. I, I don't know about that. I'm I'm, I'm on the fence about that one. <laughs> we have to think about it. <clears throat> Hang on. You 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 know that both of my rides aren't working right now, right? Yeah. So far, you have nothing to ride. <laughs> I have concept art. All right. Yeah, ask the Avatar people how that's gone over. Yeah, seriously. All right, buddy. You're up. All right. I, sh I should probably cross these off a list here. Okay. Um, based on our last show, I'm going to go with Via Napoli as my first restaurant pick. Oh, solid. Yeah, you did, you did mention it, that's for sure. All right, so you went there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I actually need some attractions that work. Yeah, you do. Right? N not good right now. 
So let me go with. I think I'm gonna have to go. We have to go with test track, Pete. I'm gonna pull test track out of the bag. My four-year-old loves Test Track. I don't know why. She's not a big fan of thrill rides, but she went on the ride and she freaked out waiting in the queue. And she was laughing and yelling during the 60-mile-an-hour ride. So for my youngest one, I'm going to have to go with Test Track. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to pull out a Laura Fitzpatrick special here. Oh, no. What does that mean? <laughs> for uh, attraction, my, my third draft pick from the attractions category is going to be The Living Seas with Nemo and Friends. Okay, now bear in mind, you just get the living seas. You don't get turtle talk. No, no, no. I right, didn't. Okay. I didn't say the ride Finding Nemo. Oh, you I dirty said dog! The living seas with Nemo. In oh, that's dirty. So that means I get that. I get the aquariums. I get turtle talk, and I get the the coral reef. Pete, I don't know if we're friends yet. <laughs> That's kind of dirty, you know? We said attractions. <laughs> I didn't say entire pavilions, Pete. Yeah, well, that's what I said when I uh, when we did the extinct, uh, extinct, uh -huh. the extinct attractions park, and she pulled out the entire Imagination Pavilion. You might have outfoxed me on that uh -huh. one. I went with rides that aren't even working, and you went with something like that. All right, I'm writing it down. Hang on. All right. So you've got... Let me mark that down. I got across a whole pavilion. I don't know about that. That was... I'll let it go. Now, I'm going to pick a restaurant, and albeit it's one that I could hardly even eat at, but I'm picking it simply, simply based upon reputation. And you knew that, right? Yep. You knew I couldn't even eat it. So I got to go with the big gun there. I'm going to go with Le Cellier. And even though I can't hardly eat there. I guess I could for their seafood menu, but maybe it's the kid that makes me not want to eat there to uh, rush out of there. But I'm going to go with Le Cellier. Okay. So, Pete, how many attractions? Let's see. I got one attraction. I got two attractions. I kind of got three attractions for you. And I've got uh, one restaurant. All right. All right. This is going to be... You're going to think this is an odd pick. Attraction four, mm -hmm. Club Cool. It was on the list. <laughs> it was on the list. Peter, I'm the ninety. I'm the ninety six Braves to your Cubs. I think I don't know. Right. Okay, I got to step up my game here. You you're you're all over the place now. Cross off that one. Cross off that one. All right. So you've got three attractions and two restaurants, correct? I have four. Yeah, I have four attractions. You have four. Well, you have two restaurants. You have Via Napoli and Club Cool. Is Club Cool a restaurant or an attraction? I was taking that as an attraction. If you want me to put it down as a restaurant, I can do that. We'll give it to you as an attraction. So you got four in one, and right now I've got three in one. Two of which aren't up. Two of which are non-functional, but we're gonna let that go. Okay, so... Wait a minute. Hit me. You've got Test Track, Soren, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and... I'm counting Frozen Ever Frozen after Ever. Track. Okay. Mm-hmm, and the Cellier. Alright, so this will be... Pick this'll five be for you. Pick five. 
Um, I'm going to go with... Man, this is going to be a bad one. I'm going to go with a show. Alright? There's nothing more patriotic in my mind than the American Adventure show. So, I love the pavilion. I love the escalator ride through the Hall of Flags. I love the statues in the side. I love the music. So, I'm going with the American Adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Solid Did it show me? I mean... I showed it make your list. I might have the Monopoly on shows then. Well, unless you want to count Illuminations as a show. I guess well, you could. I don't know. I guess you could. It's going to be hard to beat Illuminations with my American Adventure. I get it. I get it. All right. Let's say it's, it's a 10th round pick. <laughs> um, we'll take a restaurant here next, I think. We're going to go with... Because I ate there on my honeymoon, we'll go with Chefs de France. All right. Where'd you get there? Do you remember what you got? Um, I know I had the escargot and Missy, like, almost left the table. <laughs> I don't did, remember did you, what my entree was, though. So. Did you enjoy it? I loved it, yeah. Describe it to me. I, I can't say I've ever had <clears throat> escargot. A um, lot of herb butter little bit of breadcrumb and a chewy, earthy little nugget at the bottom. Okay. So you could hardly even taste the snail. It was more buttery, earthy breadcrumb. Yeah. Okay. Was it worth it? Would you get it again? Yeah. I've, I've had it be- again since then. I actually got okay. uh, escargot at uh, Monami Gambi over in Oakbrook. Okay. Well, is it, it, it was it more expensive at Disney or was it more expensive at Monomiga B? Um, honestly, I don't remember because at Disney I didn't have to pay for it. True, it was on the dining. I plan. was on the, the the super mega ultra dining plan. Okay, well it's worth it then, right? Yeah. Well, we were having hundred and twenty dollar right. lunches and hundred and sixty dollar dinners between the two of us. Oh man, I'm still full from the last show. <laughs> I'm still full, so... Alright, so you are now at four and two. How many do you say we're going to have, Pete? Five and five. Alright, are we going to have enough space for five and five? We'll, we'll have to really push it. We'll find out. We're going to find out. I'm going to go with the... Mm, I tell you what. I'm going to go with the San Angel Inn. Good choice. i I, I got to go with the overall ambience and atmosphere... There's nothing like it, right? I mean, it is. It is. Even though it's not all that well reviewed, like on as far as uh, you know, even I don't know if the Yelp reviews, but as far as like the Disney food blog, but I can't think of a restaurant that's got a, a cooler atmosphere than that ride, than that restaurant. You know, uh, Disney World, I'd be hard pressed to. Yeah. So if you're out in Disneyland, uh, you get, you know, the uh, the restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the Blue Bayou. The Blue Bayou. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool, too. That would. All right, brother. Okay, so... Four and two. We're at four and two. Um, I'm going to take Attraction 5 for myself, and it's going to be one that I have to ride every time I go, and that is Living with the Land. Mm. There's something about a boat ride, man. 
You know what? Not only a boat ride, but a Mickey pumpkin, a Mickey tomato, learning about hydroponics. And alligators. And alligators. Yeah, i got to admit, that's pretty cool, too. All right, so I'm going to give you Living with the Land. You know, I, we need to hire a secretary, Pete. This is this is getting to be taxing. We got it in the budget? Um, as long as you pay her what you pay me and Laura, sure. Uh, we'll have to put the job review, job description out there. We'll put it up on Monster. Okay. All right, I'm writing that down. So that gives you attraction five, right? Yep. So so, so you're punched out of attractions, <clears throat> right? Yes. All right. So so let me go with a restaurant because I've got no pressure now. Let me go. I want to complete the Norway sweep here, and let me go with the Akershus Banquet Hall. Only because I've got the little ones, and I know the draw of the princess is powerful. So I'm going to go with the Akershus. Am I saying it wrong? Um, it's I don't know if it's Akershus or Akershus. Akershus, right? Bless you. Yeah, is that right? All right, I'm going to go with that. <clears throat> All right. My friend? Restaurant Four. number three. 3A, I guess, since... I also got the Coral Reef restaurant. <laughs> but but how are you gonna how are you gonna compete that one, Pete? Is it an attraction? Is it a restaurant? Or do you think Laura's gonna fall prey for just the overall I'm saying that combination? I, I have it in the attraction category because there actually are multiple attractions in the building and only one restaurant. Oh, that's such a solid pick. She's gonna definitely fall for that one. I'll have to send her a text message saying, Don't fall for Pete's devilishness. So I'm going to go with, because I can find stuff in there to eat and be happy for quite a, quite a long time, the Mitsukoshi Department Store at the Japan Pavilion. Come on! You're not eating fried dried squid, are you? Yeah. And they got gummy bears, too, don't they? They've got gummy bears. They've got sake. They've got all kinds of stuff there. Oh, man. I don't even want to write that down because it's such a such a good pick. Hang on. Department. I spelled Mitsukoshi wrong for sure. Store for Peter. So that gives you five and three. I will say, Pete, though, that, that Club Cool, too. Is that an attraction again? We, we, we said have, it was an attraction. Yeah, we have, I have that in attractions. And I gotta remember, you like to blur lines of what's what 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 really is and what's not. It's hard well, to compete against. There's, there's no food there. Okay. All right. So, just wait till you pull out a La Cava de Tequila out of, your, out of your pocket. I know that's coming. Um, Actually, that wasn't even on the list. But now that, now that now I that said I it, think about it. Now that it's here. Okay. We'll see. I am gonna pick. Let's take a look here. I'm sure there's people listening right now that would say, "Chris, are you crazy? You've not mentioned." I'm gonna pick the Grand Fiesta tour. That was, with the choice, that was on my the list. Choice. Yeah, even though I really didn't need to pick it, I really kind of wasted a draft pick there because I could have picked it last since you couldn't pick it. But you know what? I wanted to make sure that uh, if my youngest listened to this, she'll have a smile on her face because she loves the Donald ride. So uh, I'm going to pick the Grand Fiesta Tour. Solid choice. Yeah, I've got I've got the entire Mexico Pavilion. Well, no, I guess I don't. I guess you could get La Cava de Tequila. Yeah, I could also take uh, La Hacienda. Hacienda. 
Mm-hmm. I've got a couple other options in Mexico still, but I'm going to stay over in Japan for the time being and pick up Tokyo Dining just for the sushi element. You are a big sushi fan. And so is Laura, our judge. Oh, you see, now, now that's kind of <laughs> dirty as well, too. So, Pete, I'm not really a huge sushi fan. Explain to me, do you like sushi or do you like sushibi? Um, sushimi is the raw fish part, I, I understand. Sushimi is just the straight raw fish. Okay. Um, I like all of it. Okay. You can give me a roll, you can give me a hand roll, you can give me sashimi. Hmm. You like all of it. You can eat all. How about how about your wife? Does she like Does she like everything as well? Too? Yeah. Because I've seen pictures of what you order on Facebook, and it seemed to be enough to almost feed my entire family. But I know you're a big eater, so. But you seem to have a little of everything there. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes it, I guess, huh? Okay. My mom's not a fan of it, actually. No. No. I guess it would be tough if you're not exposed to that. You know, it, she'll it, she'll it, eat it. a California roll here and there. Because there's, okay. there's no raw fish in a California roll, so. Hmm. Okay, so now I've got to pick a couple of restaurants, and see, you're you're approaching this a little different than me. You're actually trying to pick restaurants that Laura might enjoy. Well, I'm picking and stuff I, that I'd enjoy too, though. Hmm. See, maybe I'm. Uh, we're gonna need to redraft this at uh, a later point in our show too. Maybe uh, later on this year, I'll have to think about it in a different different way. But all right, so. Neither here nor there. I need a couple restaurants. Mm-hmm. And what could I pick that Laura would say, yeah, that's good, that's good. I know, I know. She's got a sweet tooth. I'm going to go with Le Artisan de Glaces. Did I say that wrong? I have no idea. I don't speak French at all. Well, I know they've got homemade ice cream, Pete. I looked and at I that, say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I figure I can counteract some of the 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 feelings of heat Laura might have at the end of the day with a little nice cool ice cream. I'm gonna go with the ice cream shop. Can never go wrong with ice cream, right? And it's homemade, unless you have the option of getting gelato, mm. which you do. I guess you do. Is Laura lactose intolerant? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, there's milk in both of those, so. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? For my fifth restaurant final pick, I have to get something uh, here that I can appeal to a, a wide range of people. So I'm picking up Sunshine Seasons. Good choice. So you're going with the massive food court. Yep. You're just going with the food court. Okay. <clears throat> we end up eating there almost every time just because of the the large variety. There you go. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Yep. Basically. And if there is a food court on property, that is one of the coolest ones, seeing all the attractions and seeing those brightly colored balloons above your head. Yeah. Um, that's, that is, that's a good choice. Okay, so you ended up with Sunshine Seasons. I need to make a huge splash. And the best way to make a huge splash, in my mind, would be find yourself a really nice place to watch your illuminations. So I'm going to sit out on the patio of the Rose and Crown pub. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know I can get Laura sitting out there, maybe enjoying a beer, maybe watching Illuminations. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's where I'm going. Now watch. She'll, she'll say to all of us, I don't like any of those. You know? Well, 
I know she likes Illuminations. I know she likes Illuminations, too. That was a solid first pick, Pete. You, you snuck that one up on me. I had it on the list, but I figured it would go to the second or third round. So you snuck that one in on me. All right, so uh, what we're going to do is when we record with Laura, Laura's going to be the uh, the judge of what we picked here, and that will determine who is the Epcot. Do I have to repeat that? I don't even remember what I said. I don't either. I don't either. It didn't roll off the tongue that easy, I guess. No. So Laura's going to go and, and pick the champion. The winner of and... the episode 17 Epcot Fantasy Draft. <laughs> That's better. And I know on episode 18, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, a complete review of Laura's Vacation. So that's going to be pretty neat. And, um, you know, I just wanted to go and thank everyone for tuning in today. Uh, we were a little delayed in putting the show out today, so I do want to apologize. Much like you've heard before, you know, Pete and Laura and myself, we do this, you know, this obviously is not our full-time job. It's obviously not a, even a paying job <laughs> so we do this kind of for stress relief we do this for uh you know just for fun so we did have some things come up during the week it was largely based on my timing i'm currently selling my house and i'm currently moving so with the showings going on it is insanity around my house as far as getting timings right so uh we do apologize but we're going to get on as regular a schedule as possible and we appreciate you downloading and listening to the show and uh, we appreciate anybody going on to iTunes and giving us a review that helps move us up in the search rankings. And, you know, I'd like to thank you guys for doing that. So, uh, Pete, you uh, have anything to say? You want to lead us out today? For Chris and myself and the absent Laura Fitzpatrick, you've been listening to the WW Review Podcast. We'll see you later, everybody. Have a good day.